everyone. I'm your host, Olivia Moore. And I'm Morgan Dawson, your co-host. Welcome to an episode of Not Decrypted? That's right. Today, we're stepping away from myths and legends to focus on a real but still debatable topic, electronic waste, e-waste for short. For you listeners who may have never heard of this before, e-waste refers to items like phones, computers, TVs, refrigerators, etc. that get thrown away. Every year, about 40 to 50 million tons of e-waste are generated across the globe. Today's discussion circles around what happens with those millions of tons, particularly with how they are handled overseas. With background out of the way, let's not waste any more time and get right into it. It is an undeniable fact that developed countries, like the United States, ship around 80% of their e-waste to developing countries like those in Africa and Asia because it is cheaper than recycling the products regionally. The issue with this is that these developing countries do not have safe and reliable recycling methods themselves. According to the Electronics Take Back Coalition, they use hammers, acids, and open burning to reclaim some of the materials and burn the rest. People in developing countries recycle e-waste as a way to sell cheap electronics, but because of these poor methods, recycling does not work often, and they either burn or throw away the irreparable e-waste to their own dumps. This ends up causing a lot of problems in those countries because the methods release dangerous chemicals that are used in manufacturing electronics, such as lead, nickel, chromium, and mercury, and persistent organic pollutants such as polychlorinated biphenyls and brominated flame retardants. These chemicals can then fill the atmosphere through open burning and can leach into the ground and water through discarded electronics and dumps in the developing countries. This pollutes the environment and causes adverse human health effects for those who work on recycling e-waste and those who live near e-waste yards, including children. These feature birth defects, infant mortality, tuberculosis, blood disease, anomalies in the immune system, malfunctioning of the kidneys and respiratory system, lung cancer, underdevelopment of the brain in children, and damage to the nervous and blood system. So basically, a huge hodgepodge of stuff you don't want your kids to have. So in short, developing countries are suffering because of the greed of developed countries. While it is true that developed countries send their e-waste to developing countries, the rest of my friend's claims are disputable at best. See, the devices sent to developing countries are actually quite useful. A study done in 2011 by the United Nations Environment Program found that 91% of the e-waste imported by Nigeria, one developing country, were reusable and bound for consumers who couldn't afford new products. This means that the waste that likely would have been sent to dumps in developed countries were put to good use in countries like Nigeria allowing those people in developing countries to have access to electronics that they otherwise would never have had access to. And, in regards to the dangers to the health and environment, there's actually research that suggests that the toxic chemicals are not dangerous at all. A field study by Timothy Townsend, Associate Professor of Environmental Engineering Sciences at the University of Florida and a leading expert on solid waste, found that concentrations of lead from the landfill computer-monitored leachate average only 4.1 milligrams per liter, and found only 2.2 milligrams per liter of lead in landfill leachate from computer circuit boards. In essence, this study measured the amount of lead that leached into the ground from a computer and its circuit boards, lead being one of the toxic chemicals that is said to pollute developing countries. Townsend found that the amount of lead that leached into the ground was under the EPA standard of 5 milligrams per liter, thus making it entirely safe. Therefore, while millions of tons of waste are shipped to developing countries, this waste is not only not harmful, it's actually beneficial. Now that we have the facts out of the way, let's get to the heart of the matter. What do we both really think? How about it, Liv? This definitely seems to be a pretty complicated issue, because there's two sides of research that says it's really 
like bad and then it's not a big deal I think the biggest thing is a lot of the research that I've done no one seems to actually really go in and look at the countries themselves the the research that said that the uh, lead was okay did it in like a home study even if it wasn't a real landfill it wasn't like in any of the developing countries so it could be different how the uh, chemicals interact over there so it's kind of hard to say yeah you see, my thing is that I'm like 99% positive that all of the research was done by the developed countries. Unless it was directly stating all the health issues, what benefit would developed countries get from how toxic all the e-waste is to these developing countries when it saves them money? It's all about money, so they're going to do research that backs up their point. Besides, I don't know about you, but... um. Just from the way those chemicals sounded, that doesn't sound good for the environment. Yeah, really. Like, what you call it? Polychlorinated biphenyls? I hardly know what that means, except it sounds like a lot of chlorine. And that's toxic to ingest. I know because I've swallowed it going swimming and my parents have gotten mad. Just, it doesn't sound like it'd be good for these developing countries and they probably don't know what's best for them. Mm -hmm. I just... I feel like we should find safer ways, but I know that it's always going to be about money with these developing countries. I mean, developed countries. <laughs> developing countries, just they just want food on their plate. <laughs> All right. And even though we can't have cryptid tidbit, we still can leave you with this question. So before we go, allow me to ask, that is much mystery in my voice this time, what do you, the listeners, believe? Thank you so much for tuning in to this side episode of Decrypted. Or, well, debate. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Anyway, these real-world topics probably won't be a continual thing, so keep looking forward to that episode on Japanese myths. Which I absolutely cannot wait for. I'm super psyched. Tune in next time to find out.